Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Rising Warrior podcast. My name is Lance. This gentleman over here is Sean. And today we are going to talk about letting go. Uh, much of the time today, society wants us to add stuff on, uh, whether it's the new truck, the new jet ski, more relationships, more things on our plate. And what Sean and I have realized in ourselves and in the community that we work with is in actuality, there's more of a need to let go, let go of bad relationships, let go of things that are just holding us back. And when we do this, it creates space in our life. Um, so I ask, I ask a lot of people this, you know, what do you need to let go of? Mm -hmm. So Sean, I'd love to hear what you have to chime in on this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> agree 100%. The, the common narrative that I've heard in my experience, especially working with people in the community and <clears throat> other communities as well, is whenever, you know, something's quote unquote wrong, it's like, cool. What can, like, what's something else that we can do to fix this? Right. And it's like, you know, a conversation for another day is is you know around there's nothing to be fixed um and for 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 the time being you know we'll we'll use that because that is you know that's the conversation people are having right things are broken need to be fixed and so it's like cool what can i add to my plate right and we can see this <clears throat> across many categories right like think about fitness yep, for instance same thing. i was thinking the exact same thing it's like okay if you want to become fitter you want to become healthier instead of it uh instead of it being like, cool, what can we subtract or deduct from what you're doing in your life? It's typically like, oh, well, let's add this. So we're going to add in a workout routine and then we're going to add in these supplements and then we're going to add in this type of food. And now you have to add in uh, a sleeping regimen. And then it's like all this stuff. And it's like, we keep piling it on. And then we wonder why we continue to stay overwhelmed and we don't see the progress that we want to see. And it, it's, it's like you said, it's, like we keep adding shit instead yeah. of like looking it through the lens of like, oh, what if I let some stuff go first, right? And we can look at it through the lens of of like creating habits as well, mm -hmm. right? It's a hell of a lot easier to take things out when it comes to creating a habit than it is to try to add new things in and then build that habitual process. I, I want to add on to the, or get more specific with the fitness. I. I'm not in the fitness realm much anymore, but what I used to see, and especially in the CrossFit realm, is these people were working out three times a day. And they're like, oh, well, you know, more is better. If I work out three times a day, I'm going to get better. I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to get faster. You know what they got? Fucking broken. <laughs> they're always fucking injured. And then they backslide in their training, you know, three months to, you know, rehabilitate their broken shoulder, their broken knee. And what turned out is they just had to get good at the basics. Yep. And getting, so at that point, you know, they just had to cut shit down, like stop working three days a week, third week working out three times a day. Yep. Um, and that can correlate to many people I see in day-to-day -day life. Like people work like, oh, well, I can work 60 days, 60 hours a week, 80 hours a week and I make all this money what the fuck are you doing that with that money? Because you, you're so fucking miserable in your life. You don't yeah. get to enjoy it. Um, if, if you were lucky, 
COVID um, revealed that to you. A lot of people had to stop working and they're like, oh, life can actually be enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I went down a rabbit hole on that. (laughs) All good. Um, Yeah, you know, from the, you know, as a former gym owner, right? I owned a CrossFit gym for almost eight years. Like everything you just said, like I saw that. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, as the person who was running the show at my gym, like, like people still didn't even want to listen to me. I'm like, look, you don't have to do more. Like actually, and this is something that I tried to bring into my gym. And this is part of the reason why I left to, to a degree was it's like, yeah, I was in that category for the first probably three to four years of, of owning it where I was like, okay, cool. This CrossFit thing, we're onto something. Right. And I know everyone's got their opinions about CrossFit. Um, and so I fell into that rabbit hole or fell into that trap of like, let's do more. And then, yeah, as I was dealing with my own pain and my own, like not only pain, but just overwhelm, anxiety, not sleeping as well, just not, just overall not feeling good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, to be clear, it wasn't CrossFit that was doing this. That was the outlet that I was using. Right. Um, I will still advocate for CrossFit. I think on pay, like when practiced correctly, it's a great, it's a great, uh, routine or it's a great uh practice Mm -hmm. anyways when i finally started to see i was like okay i'm getting this this answer to slow down and to do less and then what came up was like all this other stuff and i started to to notice that i had some identity wrapped around my fitness right and this is something that we see in the veteran world hands down like just the identity of being a veteran right it's like you know, for all of you out there watching or listening, I'll be the first to tell you as, as a veteran and as someone who has gotten back into working with veterans, I let go of the identity. It took me a while, but I let it go. Mm -hmm. Right. So to, to tie into, it's like, instead of adding more onto our plate, like I went as far as to let go of that identity. I mean, I hit a point where I was like, I don't care anymore. I, I don't care that I served. I don't care that I deployed. Like I hit that point. And to what degree you know that needs to happen you know that's unknown and at the same time it's like okay it's like understanding that we have these identities in it and so by by letting go of the crossfit identity and starting to work out less or to just train smarter is what i would would actually say um all this stuff came up and i wouldn't have known that if i would have kept following down the same route that i was doing which was like well i have to get my workout in and it has to be tough and it has to look this way and i have to follow this program instead of it being like cool you know what my back's not feeling it today i'm not going to do the heavy deadlifts and that's okay right and so what i've noticed now so um you know i'm i'm finally in one spot i've been nomadic for this last year um and so i'm looking forward to getting back into a a more of a routine with fitness and so what i noticed was i was like okay i have i am nowhere near the capacity i was at when i was doing crossfit regularly and that's okay what i've found though uh you know for instance a couple weeks ago uh, my friend ben and i did a backpacking trip out in washington and i walked 26 miles in boots with a loaded pack and I was fine. Like my feet hurt. That's okay. But like <clears throat> over this journey for me, I, I've let go of, of doing a lot of the things that I thought I needed to do. And, you know, to put it even more perspective in terms of letting go, it's even the things that you're, that we are told are supposed to be good for you 
sometimes you have to stop doing that shit too. So like there was times where I stopped journaling, I stopped meditating, I stopped doing my breathing practices. Like I stopped doing all these things, not because they were bad for me, because I knew they were good for me. I was just, I found myself at a point where I was like, this is adding too much to my plate. Like the overwhelm, the anxiety, like the things that they claim that it helps with, which it does, right? right. It just depends on where you're at. Yeah. Uh, what I found though was like, I had to let it all go first. And now I've been like, once I let it go, like, I mean, I, I'm the type of person I like to sway to the ends of the extreme. So I'll do it all or I'll just do nothing. So I let myself do nothing. I didn't do fitness stuff. I didn't give a fuck. Like I wasn't journaling. I wasn't meditating. I wasn't doing anything along those lines. And what it did was it, it gave me, it allowed me to like just do a reset. And now I've been adding some things slowly back into it. And what I've been seeing though is that <clears throat> I don't need as much of it. Right. Like all, all the things that I thought I needed I, I really didn't need. And so like, even from a fitness perspective, I look damn near the same aesthetically as I did when I was crossfitting, uh, like regularly when I was almost squatting 400 pounds, like all the fun stuff, like from an aesthetic standpoint, I look very similar. Yeah. My legs are a little bit smaller. My arms are a little bit smaller, but you know, I'm okay with that. And yeah, my strength's down. That's okay. I'm not, I don't need to squat 400 pounds. Like I'm right. doing this for my health. I'm doing this for my well being, Right. Right. And so by letting all that go and then, you know, to, to continue with the CrossFit thing, but just a few months ago, after well over a year of, of doing, I don't know, 15, 20 CrossFit type workouts tops, right. I've been doing some like steel, uh, some steel maze, some club stuff, um, stuff like that. I dropped in uh, with my parents down in the San Diego area to a CrossFit gym and I was still at like 85% of my one rep max clean. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. And I feel better doing it. And yeah. and like, I knew I went to go pick up the bar for the next one. I was like, nope, I'm good. Right. I don't need to do this. Right. But it, that all came from the process of literally letting stuff go and doing less. Right. You bring up, you brought up the, the concept or the idea of letting go of identity and very much in the veterans community, what we've seen is many veterans hang on to this identity of PTSD, which one of these days we're going to sit down and rename that because I hate that term. Yep. Um, so a lot, many veterans hang on to this identity of PTSD or they hang on to their um, whatever injury they have, back pain, debilitating neck, neck pain, and everything is wrapped around that identity. Mm -hmm. And that is their life. They're like, oh yeah, my name's Lance and I have neck pain. Oh, I'm Lance and I have PTSD. Well, God, fucking hold you back so much. I, I, as a doctor, I understand I need to diagnose to treat. <clears throat> and I also understand like that that's only a partial part of your life. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a snapshot. Yeah. So, so many times I see people like, like if, if we just let go of this idea of always holding on to this back pain, that it'll just go away. And, and I, I see it in my life day in and day out, week in and week out, I'll, I'll have an ache or a pain and I'm like, okay, cool. That'll be there for a while. But you know, the natural flow of life is it's going to go away. Um, and 
yeah, holding on to these identities, holding on to these uh, diagnoses, holding on to these labels is one of the major things that's really holding this veteran community where they're at and holding them back from growing and becoming truly what they're meant to be. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree 100%. And, you know, even being in the realm of, you know, personal development, self-healing, stuff like that, you know, it's some of the, the umbrellas that I imagine we fall under. Like, even within that, you know, I actually just did this post. Uh, I did a post on my personal Instagram yesterday about this, where it's like, <clears throat> where um, there was a quote that I saw, and it said that we are drowning in information and starving for knowledge. Yeah. And so, like, what came up in that was like, yeah, I I was in that. Like, I was seeking more and more and more, thinking that I needed to know more in order to to get to the next step yeah. of whatever it was, right? Whether it was fitness, whether it was uh, <clears throat> managing my anxiety, depression. Like, you know, I've been down all those rabbit holes, and it was always more, more, more. Mm -hmm. And I had mentors telling me for years, like, you already know enough just practice what you already know. And so like, even through a, a similar lens, it's like, yeah, why, why is everyone telling us that we need to do more? Right? How like, why are so few people telling us like, you know, there's there's another quote out there. It's like before you diagnose or diagnose yourself with depression, just make sure like, check to see if you're, you're surrounded by assholes. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, yeah. Interesting. When I let people go in my life, that were that clearly toxic relationships and I had stories, right? And it's like, I'm holding onto these stories. I have to be the nice guy. I gotta be the strong one. Mm -hmm. You know, if I do this, I'm a <laughs> quitter, whatever bullshit story we wanna tell ourselves. And it's like, oh, that person's gone. That's where my headaches are gone. I'm sleeping better. Funny. This, I, yeah, you're, Sean, you're spot on. Um, and I imagine that this is a very tough one for people. Um, I don't know if I lost you, your video froze, but I'll just keep I'm good. Uh, we're good. Okay, cool. Um, I think this is a big one for the veterans community because when they get out, like that's all they know. They still hang around with the veterans because it's comfortable for, for them. And it, it's, it's good to realize that those relationships could be very toxic and they could be what is legitimately holding you back from growth um we've talked about this before and it's worth restating trauma bonding mm -hmm. um it might be quite painful to let go of those relationships those buddies and it might be the first step you need to do for your healing journey your healing process your moving forward process um that and sometimes it's your own fucking family sometimes it's sometimes it's your wife or your husband <sighs> yep and sometimes you need to take a good look at your life and figure out if hanging around that person is worth your mental well-being and yeah man i've i've talked to people in that situation yeah it, it's, it's a tough trigger to pull you know, we've, uh, I've worked with people, I imagine you've worked with people where, yeah, that's one of the hardest conversations where it's like, 
have you ever considered that this relationship is not good for you? Yeah. I don't care if it's been 20 fucking years. Like I, I am so over the, the excuses that we tell ourselves, you know, and I'll raise my hand up real high. So the people in the back can see, like, I have been just as fucking guilty. I've stuck around in shit that was not serving me in any way, shape or form other than the stories I was telling myself about, you know, don't be a quitter, uh, be a nice person. Oh, they have so much potential. Be a quitter and quit sooner. Yes. Uh, honestly, that is, that is something that I, I know, I, I imagine everyone out there that's in the veteran community that's hearing this is like cringing of like, be a quitter, like, fuck you. Cool. Fuck me. I don't care. Be a quitter. It doesn't mean what you think it means. Yeah. That, that's There's, a whole nother podcast. Don't jump yeah. down that rabbit hole yet. Yeah. So yeah, it's letting go. And, and you know, it's the other thing that, that you mentioned at the beginning of this was like creating space. Right. And so these two go hand in hand. And so the reason why that's important, this is something that has become very relevant um, with a lot of people that we've worked with. It's that when you're holding on to things, you're preventing the next thing from showing up. Right. And so it's elaborate more on that. Yeah. So, I mean, you and I know what we're talking about. Yeah. So imagine and we'll look at it through the lens of uh, the view of relationships, right? Like if you're, if you're dating someone, married to someone, whatever, and it's clearly not good for you. Right. And so t- I know this was, you know, I'll out myself. This was a pattern of mine. If I found myself in a relationship that wasn't healthy, instead of acknowledging that it wasn't healthy and saying, Hey, you know what? We shouldn't do this anymore. Like this is, this isn't healthy or whatever. Have that conversation. I would hold on and then in the meantime, I would be looking for somebody else. And in reality, what was happening was like, <clears throat> right, this is in a, in a literal physical sense, right? Like imagine you're out with your boyfriend or girlfriend and you're trying to find another person. People are going to look at you and be like, what the fuck are you doing? You're with somebody, right? right? So yeah. like that's a very literal sense from more of a, let's say, energetic sense, which I know we've been talking about, you know, on these little uh, blurbs and it's a very relevant thing to talk about. Um, when you're holding on to stuff, there's, you're, you're taking up space with that thing. So whether that's a story of yours, right. It's a relationship, it's, um, your identity, right? Like the more that we hold on to these, like it's taking up space in your presence in your energetic presence. And so when we let these things go, what we're doing is we're actually creating space for the next thing to show up. Mm-hmm. right that might be a relationship that might be a job opportunity right it's that people like to hug that middle ground of like well i don't want to let it go until i have something and like already set up for me when in reality what what we now know through through our experience is that it's backwards you have to let it go first in order for the next thing to be able to show up right like if you have a glass full of water and you try to add more water into it or whatever like it can't go anywhere Right. And so it's like, you have to empty it out first before you can fill it up with something new. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's more or less what we're talking about. And, and if you want to elaborate on that a little bit more, Lance, or if anything else comes up for you, by all means do so. Uh, no, you're spot on. I, I love uh, how you said it. Sorry, I was taking a note. Um, no, you, you're right. You, you need to let go before you can fill up that space. 
Um, if both my hands are full of empty beer bottles and I want another beer, guess what? I need to let go of those fucking empty beer bottles before I can grab two new ones. Yep. That was a really good analogy. I'm that was proud a good... <laughs> Something I, I imagine many people will yeah, exactly. with. Let, or, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you brought up something I, I always, I love bringing this up. Um, in a relationship, only to be in a relationship. Uh, occasionally I'll see older couples in the practice in my practice and, you know, the husband will come in and to get treated and the wife will come in just to tag along. And you can just tell there's so much tension in the room. You can just tell they fucking hate each other. <laughs> They've been married for 40 years. And they fucking hate each other only because society says this, the religion says that they should stay together. Their family says they should stay together or they're staying together for the kids. Well, let me tell you, the kids are fucking miserable because you guys are fucking miserable. And you set a bad example by doing so. And he set a bad example. Um, it's like, okay, fuck what society thinks. Go, go chase your happiness to an extent. Don't chase your happiness. If you like shaking babies, yeah. Um, <laughs> Please God, no. Um, yeah, so many people are stuck in this because they're afraid to let go. And, and trust me, letting go is, can be very frightening. Um, I, I'm, do you have anything else to say? We're coming up on 21 minutes. 21 minutes. Uh, I just wanted to reiterate on like the story aspect of letting go, right? Like, you know, we, I know we, we touched upon it and, and I, I see it as worth mentioning it again. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the, the, especially things in the past, right? Like <clears throat> the war stories, the, the, the wrongdoings that people have potentially, uh, Ooh, done, done one. against you, that's a um, good one. you know, like. May, may I elaborate on that before you yes. change? Yes. Um, yeah. So many times we hold grudges on people and yep. that grudge is just tearing it. It's literally physically, mentally, emotionally tearing us apart from the inside. Um, like fucking let it go. They, <laughs> that person that, that did that shitty, called you a shitty name. He let it go a long time ago and it's not bothering him. Yep. And you know what else you can let go of? You can let go of your accomplish accomplishments too. Hmm. I it, <clears throat> cool i mean how long do you want to fucking wear your varsity letterman's jacket dude i'm i'm airborne qualified i'm aerosol qualified i'm pathfinder qualified I, like come on it means something now doesn't it? it it means something only to you okay good and, and it, it doesn't really even mean anything to and me it doesn't it. yeah it, it means what it means what you make it mean uh, and and we've touched we've talked to, uh, about you know adding meaning to stuff for sure um but yeah like let go of the stories like i love the analogy when it comes to especially grudges um or like wrongdoings in that sense it's like holding on to to those stories and those things um it's like holding it's it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die yeah because the thing is they don't give a fuck yeah, they've already let it go. They've already let it go. Like they they have their own 
own stuff that they have to sit with and deal with, you know, as it comes up in their life. Like, yeah, absolutely. But like in that, like the meaning that you're giving that story, you know, the girl or the guy that turned you down when you asked him out on a date or who left you for somebody else, <clears throat> you can continue to choose to hold on to that shit or you can choose to let it go. And that, and you can let it go. And it mean it, you're not, it doesn't mean that you think that what they did is right. You're not excusing what they did. You're creating space for you to get the healing that you need. Mm-hmm. That And that's what's important here. It has nothing to do with the other person. If if any of what you're hearing in this, well, yeah, what about this? And what about this person? And this it doesn't fucking matter, right? Like we're, we're here to talk about like our own growth and our own healing. And, and it is, it's all the other stuff doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, to kind of, to to go ahead and wrap this up and to give you guys something to to take home with this, uh, because we did talk about a lot. So letting go and creating space, like where can you start to practice this right now? Right? And start with the easy things. Clothes. You have a closet full of fucking clothes. I, when I left Michigan, I was like, why do I have a hundred t-shirts? Holy you, shit. You only wear like four out of the hundred t-shirts. Yeah. And it's like, it, like start with something simple mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, you've got this three hour long morning routine and it's just causing you, you know, more stress because now you don't have time to do other shit. Fine. Ma- like cut, cut it down to something more simple. Get like, start with, you know, if it's an hour, bump it back to half hour, whatever. Right. Like what other areas in, of your life can you start to do this? So, you know, it's start with stuff that you already have. Mm-hmm. Like, you, 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 yeah, don't add. Yeah, just let shit go, people. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it a step back cool. before you go into your closet. Um, Sean and I are, are big fans of journals. Um, if you don't have a journal, grab some printer paper, which, hey, I'm out of. Um, grab some printer paper, staple it at the top, and you got a new journal. Um, sit down with it at the top, write down, let go. And then for the next 10, 15 minutes, half an hour, just see what comes to mind. What, what comes to mind and what can you let go of? Relationships, material things, stories, so on and so forth. Um, when you give your mind, a blank sheet of paper and something to write it out. You'd be very surprised at what comes up. Agreed. Um, let us know what you come up with. I'm very curious and reach out if you need help. Um, Sean, I will give you closing comment if you want. We're back. We're back. We never left. We took a break. We took a break. We will be... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, we got a lot more fun stuff coming your guys' way. So uh, as always, though, yeah, absolutely. We Please reach out to us. With anything that you resonate or I especially like to hear the stuff that triggers people. So yeah. if, if you're hearing something and you think we're full of shit, good. Re- reach out and, and, and like, I don't care. You can hate me for what I say. It doesn't dis- it, it's, it still doesn't discredit what, what's real what's you know what's accurate we've already got death threats so i'm I'm fine with any kind of stuff so um (laughs) yeah journal let go see what comes up come to us with questions and comments and we'll talk to you guys later peace